Welcome to the Bike Portland podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Moss. In this episode, I'll share an interview that I just did a few hours ago over a video call with Portland City Commissioner Mingus Maps. Commissioner Maps is in charge of the Portland Bureau of Transportation. And in the last week, I've been covering a story about the Broadway bike lane. I first started hearing about this project when sources got in touch with me about their concerns that newly hired PBOT director Millicent Williams was planning to make a major change to the Broadway bike lane for like 16 blocks between Northwest Hoyt and Southwest Salmon. This is a parking protected bike lane, so it's a very wide bike lane that is right next to the curb. And then there are parked cars that are essentially in the street, and those parked cars act as a protective barrier to other traffic. The project, when it was put in, was considered a major upgrade uh, after decades and decades of concerns that the old Broadway bike lane in that stretch was a standard sort of 1990s-era door zone bike lane with a long history of crashes. What was concerning about Williams's email and her plans that were shared was that they were going to revert it back to that old configuration in, of the door zone bike lane uh, where you're riding next to parked cars on your right and on your left, you're, you're next to what would be turned into three lanes of traffic uh, with car drivers. So one thing that's important to keep in mind with all this is the timing. Really, like, why now? Sources that I've connected with and really anybody around biking or bike advocacy or bike planning in Portland, they were really surprised at Director Williams's plan. Uh, the Broadway bike lane, while people definitely have quibbles with it, I mean, you could look at any bike facility in Portland and you can start a huge raging argument with, with people who ride on it. There are just a lot of different opinions about what works well in a bike facility. Um, but with the Broadway one, I personally never heard a lot of large concerns about it. Sources told me that statistically, in terms of the way the traffic flow is working, it is actually working really well. So there was some surprise. I think there was even shock and disbelief, if I recall some of my sources' uh, statements to me, um, that this even came up. Uh, but one thing we do know about the Broadway bike lane is that there are a number of very well-connected business owners and business-adjacent interests and lobbyists and people with deep pockets who really don't like the Broadway bike lane. Uh, there are some high-end hotels along Broadway, the Heathman, the Vance, the Benson. Uh, the Col Columbia Sportswear has like their flagship store essentially is on it. Uh, one of the people I've heard that doesn't like the bike lane happens to be Tim Boyle, who's connected to Columbia in terms of being the founding family. Uh, and that's just one name that I've heard who has in, in very recent terms actually contacted the city about their dislike of the Broadway bike lane. In one of my stories, you can read that the general manager of the Benson Hotel has also contacted the city to tell them that he also doesn't like the Broadway bike lane. They have concerns about loading and uh, they say that the bikers come by and you know run into people who are uh, are mess maybe maybe interacting poorly with their valet people and all that sort of stuff. There are ways to deal with I think some of the conflicts that some of these hotel owners have expressed and concerns that they have. But that still doesn't get at the concern that people had with the email from Director Williams, where it's clear in her mind that the solution is to rip out 
the existing uh, facility and revert it back to the old facility. The director's email was very, very specific. And at the end of it, she also said, okay, so who's getting the work orders? Uh, and those work orders are in PBOT parlance. Those mean uh, that the maintenance operations division would take these work orders, which are essentially marching orders, and that they would get the project done. The, this would have been a project that could be done without any contracting, without any uh, public process or anything like that. Uh, and it's worth noting that this isn't uh, Director Millicent Williams' first time being in charge or at a high-profile position at PBOT. So I think it's safe to assume that she understands what work orders are. And that's important because, as you'll hear in my interview with Commissioner Maps, he vociferously denies that, number one, he ever signed off on any changes to Broadway, which that runs directly counter to what most people's reading is of the Director Williams' email. He also says that he had never been briefed on a plan, and he tries to make it seem like Director Williams' email was more telling staff that she's looking into some alternatives and she's going to review some options to make it better, and then she's going to get back to him with some ideas. Um, those two things don't really match up in my mind, and I think for a lot of people reading this story, including a lot of sources that are close to PBOT that have been contacting me, it doesn't make sense to them either. So I talked about that incongruence with Commissioner Maps and tried to get him to help me understand what is actually going on. I'll let you listen to the entire conversation, which is uh, 30 minutes, and it's essentially unedited. Uh, so yeah. Pay special attention at the very end. The last thing I asked uh, the commissioner was that if there are any changes made to the bike lane on Broadway, if he's willing to promise that they will be just as safe or safer for people who are biking, I think he might be interested in how he replied to that. Here's our conversation. Hey, Jonathan. Hey. How you doing? Um, yeah, thanks for taking some time to chat. Of course. Um, sorry, it's been, uh, sorry for the delay. It's been a, a busy week in City Hall. Yeah, I hear you for sure. First thing I want to ask is, um, is there, I don't know if you're, I mean, to the extent that you're aware of, you know, what I've published so far about this, I'm just curious if, if you have seen anything I've published that's been inaccurate or, or wrong. Well, I, I'll tell you partly because I, I've, I haven't finished all the stories. I've seen the headlines and I kind of uh, see the chatter. So I haven't, I haven't, uh, I haven't gone through and did a, a forensic uh, um, rebuttal of what's going on of of what you've written. Uh, the instinct that I'm get or my initial reaction based on some of the feedback I'm getting and some of the headlines is I, I do think there might be. Um, an issue of of um okay actually how to put how to put this with that without sounding unfair um i it i think your framing is certainly different from uh appears to be very different from how uh um it's been from uh, on our side of the fence or at least my side of the fence and just to kind of broadly uh, uh, tell you what's going on, and this is true of my PBOT portfolio, my water portfolio, my environmental uh, services portfolio. You know, when we complete a major project, one of the things that we do is we sort of evaluate it, see how it's working. Uh, when we get feedback uh, that it's not working appropriately, um, 
you know, uh, we we go in and try to fine tune it. That's particularly true in the context of of transportation um, infrastructure. Um, although we could tell, I could tell interesting stories about how that works in BES and what and whatnot. But because people have such a lived experience with transportation stuff, they often to pick up the phone and uh, say, you know, this is a problem. Or sometimes they say this is great. And on Broadway in particular, you know, obviously we've heard a from a lot of people who really love it. I've also heard uh, from a lot of uh, storefront businesses along that stretch who go, this has been really problematic for us. You know, anytime we get um, a lot of feedback, especially on something relatively new, uh, I try to take, I try to look at it. Certainly when I brought Millicent in, one of the directives I uh, gave to her was, hey, listen, uh, we're, I'm hearing from a lot of folks who are along these streets who have some concerns here. Is that, can you take a look at this and see if there's a way that we can kind of fine tune this? Yeah. Okay. And I get the, that's kind of what, she, and as far as I can tell, that's kind of, what she's done, um, I haven't, you know, we, uh, I talked to Millicent several times a week. I haven't had a formal briefing on this, certainly in our kind of informal conversations as we talk about this between other things on the uh, agenda. Uh, one of the things that she's indicated to me is that she thinks that there are, there are ways in which we could actually tune this so that we kind of reach a more optimal outcome, which I'm delighted to hear. Yeah, I mean, I mean, specifically, you know, we she emailed Peabot staff on on the fourteenth of September. She said in that email, "I've consulted with the commissioner," and she laid out a very specific project. Um, so, did that to me sounds like she consulted the commissioner? Um, so, did that? Are, are you saying that didn't happen, or that that you weren't briefed on that specific plan, or? No, we haven't been briefed on that this the specific plan. I certainly gave her the directive to look at uh, the feedback that we've gotten on Broadway. Um, I know that this is one of the things that she's been looking at. And, you know, there are transportation projects and infrastructure projects all over the cities that she's looking at. Um, in our conversation so far, she's uh, on Broadway in particular, she seems to indicate to me that she thought that there were things that we could do here um, in terms of what exactly those uh, we're going to be, I haven't really heard it. And frankly, you know, I think she's expressed optimism, you know, the entire time we've had this conversation is that something could be done in this space. And I've even seen sort of, I've gotten the impression that that has even evolved over, over time, which is very frankly, natural and normal in a policy and infrastructure right. space. Right. Right. But, but the email that she wrote to Peabot staff was very specific. She talked about removing wands. She talked about getting the work orders ready, which are, you know, work orders are, are maintenance directives that they can go out and do something quickly with no, you know, no contracting, no bidding, no public notice. How do you explain that email from Director Williams? Did you, and you're saying you weren't aware of that. So are you, am I supposed to believe that the director of one of the bureaus that you manage is going forward with major projects without your support or sign off? I, I would say that uh, it's based on, uh, I haven't read her emails. Uh, um, and I don't, I'm not sure if this was an email for me. And frankly, um, you can't really, I get literally thousands of emails a day. So um, I, we really do have to work on a schedule and uh, be fairly systematic in terms of how uh, we make decisions, especially decisions about approving infrastructure. Um, I definitely did get the impression that uh, Millicent was 
uh, had come to the conclusion that it was possible to do something in this space. And, um, you know, I, I know that she's gone out and talked to folks who, from both the bike community and um, the local residents and businesses, and she seemed to think that there was a path forward. I'm glad there's a path forward. Um, you know, there's no shame in sort of um, building something and saying it improves the situation. But, you know, one of the things you're always going to discover is that there are opportunities to kind of even uh, dial it in more effectively. Right. So yeah, I mean, I think you can be I, I, this sort of obsession, you know, I got 3000 employees, all of them have email, let's say they each produce one or two emails a day. So that's 10,000 emails or something. I don't, I, you know, and the emails don't necessarily uh, affect emails like that don't make policy. I think that I would, from well, what you've described, it indicates to me that a commitment on the director's part or a conviction on the director's part that is possible to do better in this space. And I'm glad to hear that. But I, even to this day, I have not actually had the full debriefing on what the range of possibilities are here. So do you think that the director was confused when she said she had your support and that she had a very specific project that she was ready to move forward with? Like, I just don't understand that. Like, the email she wrote to Peabot staff, it wasn't to you, was very specific. She was she was All ready right. to she was ready to start a project and she said she had your approval. So you're saying you have never been briefed. So again, was she confused and didn't have your approval and she thought that that, that she did or or what? Well, I think she's probably signaling to staff and it again, it wasn't an email to me. I haven't read it, so I can't really effectively But I don't Quite, quite know what's going on here, but from the context that I've seen so far, and at what you described to me, it sounds like the uh, the director has, uh, you know, been evaluating the space for a bit. I know she's been talking to her engineers and other staff about what the opportunities here are. I think she's certainly developed a set of recommendations or is about to come. I know she is imminently right. uh, about to come to meet with a set of recommendations. I get the impression she was probably signaling to her team that, uh, you know, she wants to move forward in a fairly expedited manner to uh, make some changes here. But again, you know, we do have to close the loop um, and uh, and uh, and uh, connect with me and connect, you know, depending on the size of the changes that we're talking about, probably do a public engagement process uh, to some degree. Um, so do you, do you ever yeah, that's do you do you, do you do you ever recall Director Williams being in your office and talking about this plan and saying that you supported it? As certainly, uh, um, we do regular check-ins, uh, probably at least once a week. Um, uh, um, this particular proposal, so we have regular check-ins with set agendas. Uh, we have not gotten to the point of actually reviewing her set of proposals to me. Um, I would, based on what you described to me, I would imagine that um, that, that briefing was going to come to me imminently. Um, she probably, she might even be ready to, to do that. And I know one of the challenges with uh, a commissioner, especially with a portfolio like mine, is just, you only have so much face time with me. And... Um, this one might, you know, we haven't gotten to this particular issue, but I suspect that we will get to this particular issue uh, imminently. I, I think the Bureau would love to get in front of my face uh, um, right away. Um, unfortunately, you know, I have this week in particular, and, you know, we've had counsel on the Tuesday in the morning and the afternoon, and then I've been in session, uh, had in meetings today from 7 30 so, till, right. till whatever, and then I go back into session until five o'clock. Um, and so, 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 so I recognize my, my, 
you know, we have to be pretty systematic when you're serving a, a city of 700,000 constituents right. in terms of just making choices and making decisions. Right. So d does it concern you at all, though, that that the director was planning to move forward with that project with what you're I'm saying? Really, I'm you really, I have, there's no doubt in my mind. I, I suspect, and, and, and basically this is also what she's kind of indicated to me is that, you know, she has, uh, is getting very close to having a set of proposals that she wants to bring to me. And, um, you know, I would assume she would not bring forward a set of proposals that she didn't actually believe in, uh, but we have not completed the step where she actually kind of comes to me. I suspect she was kind of indicating to her team that uh, indeed that she has kind of set, come up with, or she's getting very close to a set of proposals that she is um, likely to endorse and bring to the commissioner for support. Okay. Uh, so, and uh, I, and I wouldn't, I would expect her to be fairly confident so, in terms of, you know, I, I hired her because I trust her uh, uh, in this space. So I would not yeah. expect her necessarily to bring forward a set of proposals that she expected me to shoot down. But, you know, at the same time, you know, we obviously go through these steps in yeah. any sort of infrastructure project. Right. So, so when her, when her email says, after reviewing all the information, and I'm aware that she looked at a bunch of different options for Broadway that PBOT staff had prepared for her. Yeah. On, on, at your behest is what is what I've learned. So she she's looking into this. You told her to look into it. She gets a bunch yeah. of alternatives from Peabot staff. She takes a few days or whatever to look at those, and she writes an email to staff saying, after reviewing all the information and consulting with the commissioner, I would like to ask the team to do the following. And then she has you know twelve very detailed things and ends the email by saying, who will put in the work orders. So it, doesn't that concern you, Commissioner, that do you not see that as an imminent project that was going to be started with no public process? And you're saying here without your knowledge, apparently, is that is that what you're saying? I'm, I'm quite confident that before we started actually making changes on the ground, there would there would have been a briefing and there were and there will be a briefing before we go in and, and make changes. Um, and that's been that's been my experience for the two and a half years I've been in this role. And frankly, that's been my experience with Millicent in the several months or weeks that she's been in this job. Right. I think they'll there'll definitely be a briefing now, Commissioner, but it it sure didn't seem that way based on that email. And it sure didn't seem that way. Well, until, you know, until, until I'm it not governed, public. Jonathan, I'm not governed by it's my bureaus. The buck stops with me. Okay. Um, we don't make any major decisions in my portfolio without me signing off on them. Um, so I can't really attest to what's happening in that space. But um, it's I know I know and trust the director, and I know that she knows that she needs to come to me before she actually breaks ground on some major projects. She comes to me with a set of proposals. You know, I trust her analytical skills and her fairness and her listening skills. You know, certainly I'm going to look at her proposals with a lot of, um, with some trust. You know, if I didn't trust her, I wouldn't have hired her. Um, on the other hand, my job is to, you know, ask staff to take a look at problems, come up with a set of sure. recommendations for how we go about uh, addressing those problems. And then, you know, as the saying goes, I'm the decider. Can you, okay, thanks. Can you, um, can you share with me some of the conversations you've had with, with hotel owners on Broadway or business okay. owners that you're aware of in terms of their, their opinions or concerns about the Broadway bike lane? Yeah, what I, I, what I, 
I have heard over, um, you know, first, let's be fair. Um, you know, certainly I've heard from folks who uh, um, are deeply committed to building more bike infrastructure and making our bike infrastructure safer. Uh, um, and they really think this Broadway project is great. Um, and um, I've also heard from, and this happens and basically anytime we build infrastructure, I've also heard from, especially people, residents and businesses that are adjacent to uh, transportation infrastructure who have concerns about how the stuff I build uh, interacts with the way they go about doing their business. I think what I'm consistently hearing is that there is um, friction between people trying to enter hotels or make delivery at hotels and people on bikes and people in cars. So it's, you know, the classic situation of how do pedestrians, bikes, and cars all share this space. Hotels probably do have this unique space where, you know, most people would like to, at the very least to be able to kind of pull up for the cab or whatnot and unload or load. I think they also have, you know, because they have luggage and whatnot. Um, I, I'm not an engineering expert in terms of how we go about resolving this problem, but what I can do as a commissioner in charge of Peabot is say, hey team, you know, we all have to share the right of way. We're cons getting consistent feedback from folks who say, this is actually not working as well as it should work. Um, can we go and do better? And it's been my impression uh, that the Bureau has been out there uh, taking a look. Number one, I think they've, they've tried to listen to, and I, I Feel fairly confident that they've done a good job of listening to people who are stakeholders in this space. Uh, then they put on their engineering hats to say, hey, can we do better? Uh, um, and I think that kind of uh, culminates in a plan, hopefully with a set of options that talks about how we can do better in this space. Yeah. Um, and uh, the fact that we have culminated in a and uh, that we're the fact that the uh, director is, you know, imminently about to come come to me with a plan indicates to me that she thinks we can do better mm -hmm. in the space. But I haven't gotten to right. that. I haven't Our seen the proposal proposal yet, too. And I think, you know, I, it sounds to me like the director indicated to her to her team that she's confident that, you know, we can do better than the status quo. Um, so let's prepare to do better than this. Let's prepare to do better than the status quo. But. You know, we still haven't finalized it yet. There's lots, as you know, there are many steps to actually yeah. pushing uh, transportation so, infrastructure projects. Right. Uh, or getting a transportation infrastructure project to the point so, where they're actually putting shovels in the right, ground. Right, 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 right. So, Commissioner, why, why this segment of Broadway and right now? I mean, as you know, as you said, the budget's on life support. You're going to a budget work session next week. Your colleagues and you, you're gonna, there's going to probably be some difficult negotiations about general fund requests or whatever. Why would your director be pushing and you be pushing a project on Broadway right now, uh, that, a, a place that, to my knowledge and to rank and file PBOT staff for that matter, uh, it's not an issue in terms of vulnerable user safety or bike safety, or you could look at any bike facility in the city and you'll have the mixed feedback, which was the quote that you all used. People on bikes disagree vehemently about all kinds of bike facilities all the time. It's my job to hear intelligence and feedback on bike lanes. I've never really heard much, much about Broadway at all. There's no crash history. Really? Since it's been, there's no crash history since it's been put in. I want to know why, why in that dire budget situation, and it's not an urgent safety issue, why talk about Broadway right right now? I've heard some estimates that it could cost up to a half a million dollars to 
make the design that 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 you and, and director williams wanted to wanted to put in there so why now uh, jonathan we evaluate literally all of our projects and all of our assets especially our new assets all the time especially our new, newest assets um especially ones that we're getting feedback on so we're looking at stuff downtown you know we get right, feedback you're, you're, as, as you know right. in outer east we get, get feedback about stuff in the southwest hills you know yeah. uh, we hear, get feedback in, in uh, north portland and that's just this week and it's i think it's only thursday uh, um so we're a learning organization we're a data-driven organization part of the data that we take in is feedback from our customers who give us who well, indicate to us how yeah. the stuff i build is working for them so from, it's not from yeah. a, from a date that's that's my that's the thing that i'm trying to understand is from a data point of view the bike lane on broadway is working very well well, Jonathan, I haven't, I tell you, I've, I think I literally have only had a chance to make it uh, all the way through, I think, one of the articles that you printed. But I do believe that at least in one of the articles you printed, you talked to businesses along Broadway. And I think in that article, they kind of articulated some of their challenges, right. that, some of their concerns there. Uh, but, um, so, right. so and, I, and, and, you know, I get complaints about, uh, um, you know, projects all the time and sometimes we look at them and we actually kind of but, run our data and right. actually our empirical data indicates that actually although you feel some friction here we actually objectively it seems to be working pretty well um in other cases we kind of go we take a look at the data we take a look at the feedback and the objective data that we get and the indications is that you know actually this we can fine tune this you know and sometimes that means actually uh, tweaking uh, the timing on stoplights. Sure. Sometimes it means sure. you know I, I get, building a bike lane. You just... know, this is how you go about running right. and building out sure. and constantly sure. evolving a transportation system. I, I get that. I'll I'll just say that when I talk about data, I talk about crashes, volumes of vehicles moving through a space. I, I don't think that you know business owners calling your office and complaining should be considered data, right? So. That's not Why? data. That's what you I mean, that's I, I want to be say, if well, it's a, if you're a data driven organization and someone can pick up the phone who owns a business and have this kind of potential change made, don't you think that that is, you know, are, are you OK with that? Is that how does that how does that work? How do you explain that to people? Um we are customer oriented and so uh, um yeah if you're if you are a resident um um and you say to me you know uh, commissioner maps my kid needs to ride his bike to school uh um, but there are no bike lanes there between my house and the school you know the city should really do something about that i consider that a data point and if someone uh um, is running a uh, ethnic uh, grocery store in East Portland and says, Call Hey, Commissioner Maps. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Commissioner Maps. Um, sure. You know, you've installed all this infrastructure here and now my customers can't uh, get to my shop. Yes. I consider that data too. Yeah. And certainly we have a kaleidoscope of both qualitative and quantitative data that we look at sure. to sort of evaluate those claims and to try to figure out if there's a way we can optimize. Sure. Uh, the infrastructure we built, given the resources right. we have. Right. Yeah. 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 I see Adam fair. has his hand up. Fair. Yeah. I just I want to. I understand temperatures are high here. I do want to keep the conversation productive and in 
we're we're trying to meet everybody halfway. Okay. I, I don't want this to be an adversarial conversation. Sure. It's not why I set this up. Sure, sure. I guess, uh, Commissioner. Uh, but we're okay. Yeah, Thank we're, you, Adam. I, I feel like it's fine. Commissioner, I, th I think I think one of the things that I'm looking at is that the the solution that your office, from what I can tell, signed off on was a solution that would revert Let it. Let me be clear, Jonathan, I haven't signed off on anything. I think okay, I've so said that several times that. now. That that does feel like a little bit unfair and okay. a little bit leading. And if that's what you're telling your readers, you know, I think that is kind of, a, I, I, I don't know what to tell you other than that well, is a misrepresentation of reality. Okay, I'm, I get that. Uh, I get that sense of reality from your director who says she consulted with you first and was ready to move forward. So I, that's what I, I have to go on. So again, that's, I guess she, okay. she was mistaken. And so, right? I, so I've, so I, I've told you what, so where is the confusion here? So the, the, the confusion, the confusion that, uh, is I've, the confusion is commissioner maps is that it seems to me that you were briefed on this plan. Right. Both. That by... is not correct. No, that is not correct. You've though, never but, been briefed about uh, this plan. We have talked. There's a very okay. different. Uh, uh, there's a there's a very different. There's a huge difference between number one, uh, me asking the bureau to look into a uh, look into an, uh, um, uh, some infrastructure that we've built that we're getting feedback on, both negative and and and, and you know both positive and negative. We you know go take a look at this, see if we can sort of do better. And then the Bureau uh, and the director have gone out and uh, taken a look at that. I know we've talked to engineers. I know we've talked to uh, uh, stakeholders in this space. Um, and the director has definitely indicated to me that, you know, yes, I believe that there's a way to sort of fine tune this. Now, uh, is where a briefing where you sit down and go, Commissioner, this is a proposal I have and I want to move forward with. That step has not come forward yet. Okay. Um, I encourage and I'm, you know, I, I, I want to be clear and I certainly don't want to uh, throw my Peabot team underneath the bus. I gave them the, I gave them the directive to kind of take a look at this yeah. and to see if it's possible to fine tune it. I have not heard what the plans are yet. That's a necessary step in our kind of democratic form of government where you still have commissioners in charge. Okay. Uh, that will be probably less true under the next form of government. But mm -hmm. while I am the commissioner in charge of, of PBOT, you know, I will be the ultimate decider in this space. And no, I have not had that the briefing where you sort of sign off and we all agree, yes, okay. this is the plan we're going to move forward on. Okay, okay. Because uh, I, I, guess, I guess just, you know, from my perspective, I'm just wrestling with a 12 point email with detailed instructions on what to do. I'm wrestling. I'm trying to, well, I'm trying Jonathan, to wrestle with I that. Think you should, I encourage from... you to look for the email from me where I say, this is what we're going to do. Cause the, I am the decider and you did but, not read an email from me saying, this I... is what our plan is. What you clearly have is a director who is trying to respond to uh, both uh, 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 stakeholders in this space and has given his bureau a directive to be responsive to the needs and the concerns of community. Sometimes there's stuff that we can actually improve. Sometimes there's not. Frankly, most of the time, it's we probably, even if people do have valid concerns, there's not necessarily a, a sure. path forward for us, or we need more time. That is okay, also wait, I guess... often the case, especially in the in the in the safety space. Sure. But yeah, I, um, I do feel like that is a little bit of a misrepresentation, even of the conversation that we've been having over the half 
past 25 okay. minutes. Okay. To me, to me, it looked like a very specific set of marching orders, and your, your office was saying there are no changes imminent. And to me, that looked like an extremely imminent type of email. So I'm wrestling with Bye. the difference and the discrepancy there, Commissioner. That's all That's all I'm trying to get at. Okay. So Okay. So I guess. So here, just yeah. to, if I can reiterate again. Yeah. So I, I do think if I, and I really am, man, I really am just trying to help you understand at least my based on what you seem to be reading and how you're reacting to it, I think what actually has happened here. Um, so, you know, we have a relatively new piece of infrastructure. We have gotten mixed feedback uh, um, from stakeholders. I have a new director, mm -hmm. gave the director, said, as I probably had, gave the director probably a dozen challenges uh, 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 on things in our portfolio that we're getting uh, feedback on, asked her to look into it and develop solutions for, or see if there are solutions there. And I recognize there are often no solutions or often sometimes the complaints that come in are actually inconsistent with the objective data uh, we have. And that has, you know, there's sometimes, yes, you move forward. Sometimes, uh, no, you don't move forward. Sometimes you, even if there are, is a problem there, you don't have the, the resources to fix it. Ask the bureau, the director, to uh, look into this to see number one, are these uh, yeah. concerns valid? And number two, is there anything we can do in this space? It's sure. my impression as I've watched this process play out is um, is that there, uh, I think there are, I think there's a convention. Certainly, what I've heard is yes, commissioner, there there are some issues here, and and uh, number two is yeah, I think there's probably something that we can do. Now I'm waiting for. Um, I'm waiting for the the point where we sit down and talk about what our options are, and we okay. haven't done that yet. Great. So, I mean, you can say, Mengus, what I think you could say is, you know, Commissioner Maps, it was it was a, a mortal sin of you from you to say to uh, respond to the constituent concerns that were in this space. You should have never even directed the bureau to look at that. You know, I'm, and I'm sure there are people who believe that. That's not the frankly, how I go about managing my portfolio. What I'm always trying to do is just try to optimize and maximize uh, the infrastructure I got with the yeah. resources I got. Yeah. I, I just wonder, do you know, do you know if there are specific business people or, um, you know, business interests, let's say that, that have, you know, communicated to you that they don't like the Broadway bike lane? Are you aware of like specific people? Oh yeah, um, I'm sure there are. Uh, well, there, there definitely are. Um, frankly, I could not list all of them. Um, you know, and and frankly, if I were to list them, I, I would might literally start with the article with one of your articles that I think came out this week or last week, where you went through and talked to businesses along that line, along that strip, who kind of voiced what their concerns are. So that's a good place to start, and I think it would be a great, you know frankly, an act of public journalism, if you could go through and talk to the people who both, you know, ride their bikes in that lane, you know, uh, uh, um, have businesses adjacent uh, um, to the stretch and get, you know, their feedback. I think you would probably hear what I, I, I what I'm here. Indeed, when I read your article, I, you know, I thought that part of the article looked pretty fair to me. I think, you know, the, I, this project, the, this project has some folks who really love it. And this project has some, some folks who think the city of Portland should have done better in this space. Mm -hmm. Um, okay. Uh, how much time do you have, Adam? One minute. Okay, Commissioner Maps. I think I asked you this before, but can you can you um, promise people in Portland that if there are changes to be made on this stretch of Broadway, um, that from a from a bicycling perspective, it will be better than it will be as good or better than what what is there now. 
Yeah, I don't know why we would do changes here in this space um, uh, without, you know, the whole point of fine tuning your infrastructure is to make it um, serve the community better. Now it is, you know, the difference between you have the great luxury of, of um, having an audience, which is um, frankly, as the name of uh, 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 your organization uh, um, says quite clearly, Bike Portland. So you're largely talking to bike uh, uh, bikers. I have to basically serve all 600, 700,000 people in Portland. So I'm going to be looking at a rate range of, uh, of interest here. Um, uh, and I'm trying to find a balance. Uh, one of the things that I'm deeply committed to is building out a multimodal uh, transportation system here in Portland, which includes people being able to bike, bike, roll, drive uh, um, to get to where they need to go. Right. I, I, I guess you just you didn't answer my question, though. Are, are you willing to say that any changes that happen will be as good or better in terms of safety for bicycle riders? Uh, I, I can tell you... Um, uh, certainly, safety is our is our top priority, and what I'm trying to do is to uh, um, fine tune a, a multimodal transportation system. Okay, okay, I appreciate that. Okay, All thanks. Right. Thanks. Thank you, Jonathan. Jonathan. Thank you, Adam. That was City of Portland Commissioner Mingus Maps. I'm Jonathan Maz. This is the Bike Portland podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks to everybody who is a subscriber of Bike Portland. We are community supported and appreciate everybody who steps up to be a subscriber or a financial contributor. If you like the podcast, please tell your friends, have them sign up. I haven't been doing them as regularly as I like, but you never know that could change at any time. You can read much more about this story on our website at bikeportland.org. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you in the streets.